You're listening to episode 31 of the Journey to Launch podcast, my birthday episode and takeaways I've learned throughout my 35 years in life. Welcome to the Journey to Launch podcast with your host, Jamila Souffrant. As a money expert who walks her talk, she helps brave journeyers like you get out of debt, save, invest, and build real wealth. Join her on the journey to launch to financial freedom in, in five, four, three, two, one. Hey everyone, this is episode 31 of the Journey to Launch podcast. I'm your host, Jamila Souffrant. This is going to be a special episode. It's my birthday episode. And so if this is the first time you're listening and you want like straight financial tips, you want to like dive deep into content, this is probably not the best episode to start out with. But if you want to learn more about me, or if you are a returning listener and you like to hear more about me, because I know that sometimes I have a lot of guests on and they're sharing their expert opinions and then the everyday interviews, but you guys really like to hear me or my personal story. So I want to share that a bit. And especially because it's my birthday. Well, technically this episode, this podcast gets released on Wednesday. So it's really February 6th, which is a Tuesday that it was my birthday, but you get the point, right? It's my birthday episode. So here we go. I wanted to talk a bit about just things I've experienced um, through my years of being on this earth. I am 35 years old and I can't believe it. And I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot, not only through Journey to Launch and this experience and the podcast and the business and just growing it to where it has been, but also just in my finances. And then personally, there's been a lot going on. And so I wanted to just talk about that with you guys, if that's okay. So first things first, this podcast now has over 50,000 downloads. Like I can't believe it. And it's really special because really this podcast, I started it back in July, 2017. And when I started it, you know, I never really knew exactly what it could grow to. I had these big aspirations, of course. And because I listened to so many podcasts, I just knew that I wanted to create something special. And I'm just very proud of what I've been able to accomplish and your feedback. So you guys are loving it and it's really pushing me. So the download numbers are just like a byproduct, right? I It's like I say it, I do, I, I announce the wins because I want to remind myself that there are people listening, but bigger than the downloads, guys, bigger than the downloads are your responses to me your and your feedback. So when you send me those messages on Instagram or Twitter or you email me or through Facebook and you join my Facebook group and we're connecting and you tell me that this podcast is helping you, you're learning, you love it or you you like a certain aspect, this is what keeps me going and it's not just about the downloads, like it's about this feedback that really allows me to understand like this is making an impact because really and truly that's my priority, that's really what I want to do first because without creating an impact without being able to really change lives the way I want to change them, then, you know, all this would be for nothing. It's not about the money. If it was about the money, I would just stick to my day job (laughs) because I actually do make decent money in my day job, but it's really not what fulfills me. It's not my passion. Um, This is my passion. Talking about 
money, helping people find their way through personal finance. That's what really drives me and motivates me to have my best life and then to help you have your best life. So I wanted to talk a bit about just kind of where I've been um, through this year with the podcast and just journey to launch because it's been an amazing year. Um, So again, since even just starting this business and getting more serious about Journey to Launch, a lot has happened. And then personally, so I'm pregnant with my third child. And so for you guys that don't know, a lot of you guys know, but you know, I have Zach, who's three and a half, my other son, Luke, who's one and a half. And now this baby, this baby girl is on the way due in May. And as you can imagine, like, you know, my life is pretty hectic. And so what a typical day for me looks like is let's start from the beginning. (laughs) So waking up pretty early, um, I and this is one of the things I want to work on when we get to like habits and want to do better. But it's waking up really like around six, getting my son ready, who is a handful. So my three and a half year old, he is a firecracker. And apparently so was I. So I guess this is payback. But he is it. This is no small feat, just getting him dressed for school. So that's a job in itself. So getting him dressed, getting him off to school, um, you know, spending time with Luke, the baby too, before I get off and head off and dropping my son off and then heading off to work. And so I spent about an hour and a half in my car on a good day, one way, <laughs> driving to work. And in that time, I really get to listen to a lot of podcasts, which is why I really fell in love with the platform of podcasting. So I listen to a lot of podcasts. I get to reflect and think about all the things I want to accomplish for the day. Then when I get to work, it's really me working from about 8.30 to 4. I'm working at my job. If I find pockets of breaks to do journey to launch stuff like so lunch break or if I just like you know step outside or do something I can like little like I can do journey to launch stuff but it's my job is pretty intense um and I don't talk about it much here because I really like to keep it separate my corporate job and journey to launch but again you know I'm working full-time from about you know 8 30 if I get there on time usually it's around nine um to about four so the good thing about my job is that I am able to leave at a decent time um considering it takes me about an hour and a half two hours to get home which I know for a lot of people it's just like that is like crazy (laughs) so again on my way home I try to make personal calls if I have any to make and then I listen to podcasts so if you can see here I have a lot of time to listen to podcasts and you know I get home around let's see I get home on a good day around between 5 30 and 6 and really my kids they go to bed between 7 and 8 and so that time is really for them I spend with them and so from like 7 from 6 30 to well from Six to eight, I'm spending time with them. They're typically sleeping by eight, though, and like they just get a little crazy um, if they're not in bed by then. And so I really try to focus my time on them. And then what happens is starting at eight to maybe about 1 a.m., 2 a.m. some nights, I'm up working on Journey to Launch. And so um, and then thus the cycle repeats again (laughs) every day. Um, So it's been a really, really crazy year for me. And then, you know, just on top of everything being pregnant. And so I've been sometimes feeling like, okay, you know, how much more can you do and take? But, you know, this is one of the things we're going to talk about a bit in this episode that when you have a dream and something you want badly enough, the discomfort of getting that something is not going to be 
it's not going to matter as much. So while there is discomfort, while I am tired and I'm pushing myself and I realize that I sometimes need to, you know, not push myself as much, but the discomfort of um, not living out my dreams fully and knowing what it is I want out of life keeps me motivated. It keeps me going. And so when I literally tell you that your messages like help me, I'm telling you they do. (laughs) They really do. So I say all that to say my schedule is pretty hectic with all that's going on in my life. But I really appreciate you as a listener. You, if you're listening for the first time, are it's coming from the bottom of my heart. And I want to ask a request for you from you for my birthday. If you are enjoying the podcast, will you do me a favor as a birthday gift? Will you share this? Will you share the podcast with someone you love, someone um, who you just feel like needs this information share it on your social media so on your facebook on your facebook page on twitter on instagram just share it that would be the perfect birthday gift to me that you do this um and so that's that i wanted to talk a little bit too about just like this powerful like moment of my life that i'm in so this moment of expansion like literally and physically like I'm in expansion mode like my 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 three and a half year old says mommy your belly is going to explode (laughs) because it's getting bigger right and so that's how I kind of that's kind of how I feel like I feel like I am like hosting and growing this life that one day I'll you know I'll meet pretty soon and I feel like that's what I'm doing with this business I am growing it I am nurturing it and I'm really really wanting to see the birth of everything this year but you also can't rush it right just like you can't rush pregnancy like I can't you know god willing this baby stays in um full term and and, you know I have a healthy baby but you can't rush these things and I feel the same way about journey to launch where yes there's so many things I want to accomplish but they might not get accomplished in the time frame that I think it should be done it's not going to be on my time it's going to be when it's the right time and so my word for 2018 I had said was fearless because I do believe I need to be fearless with everything I want to accomplish this year and I I think you know not that I'm not going to use that word anymore but really also a word for me is creation it is expansion because of just this pivotal time in my life like there has never been a time where I have felt more expanded more inspired and more ready to accomplish things like I've always been driven which is how I've gotten to where I am today but I've never felt this sort of drive within me and this confidence knowing that I'm on the right track and I'll you know what I'm gonna tell you a little bit about my background too because you know, most of you guys, if you've been following me for like the last year and a half, you know, you probably like you, you, you came upon my stuff or my site and journey to launch when I started sharing my journey of saving $85,000. So my husband and I, we saved and invested $85,000 in 2016. And then in 2017, we were able to save and invest $84,000. But before all that, there was a life, right? There was things I was doing. And if you listen to the first couple episodes, so episode one and two I go more into like how I actually saved that money with my husband but I want to talk a little bit about just where I have come from just personally and then business wise you know I talk a lot about always wanting to be my own boss and wanting to work for myself and you know so I tried a couple businesses I tried a couple things in my 20s that did not work 
And I want to talk a little bit about that because I think it's what's led me to Journey to Launch. And so, for example, my best friend and I, we actually started an online magazine in college called Empress Magazine. And we actually ran that for a few years, um, even after we graduated. But it never really, it never made money. But we, we did have a little following. It wasn't huge. But it was such a great experience for not just, you know, only my friend and I, like just being able to work together in that capacity, but committing myself. This was probably the first time I really like committed myself to something I didn't have to do. So, you know, how if you go to school, even college, like, you know, you're given assignments, you have to do these things to pass or to get a grade. The magazine was the first time in which like I was voluntarily like staying up late, going to meetings and trying to create something out of nothing. And so it was a really good launching pad for like my dreams because I realized that I could create something. Now the magazine, again, it didn't really, it didn't take off the way we wanted to. We had these big hopes for it, but after a while, you know, it started to become a chore for us. It really just, it wasn't fun anymore. And by then I was working full time um, in my job and I just didn't want a second job that I didn't enjoy. You know, I didn't want to have to like do Empress Magazine in addition to doing a job that I also wasn't excited about. Um, So for me, it was something that we decided to, for both of us, we decided to dissolve it and not continue with it anymore. So that was like my first like attempt at trying to be an entrepreneur. And I was an entrepreneur, but again, it did not go anywhere. The next thing I tried was real estate. And so I had the grand idea that I would get my real estate sales license. So this is like practicing residential real estate sales and rentals. I thought, okay, because I knew a couple people that were doing it and they were older and they were successful. So I said to myself, hmm, maybe real estate's the thing for me. And so I got my real, I took my test. I did it in like, you know, I took it pretty fast. I passed it got my license, and then quickly after that realized (laughs) that wasn't for me either. So I actually, um, so I actually got some listings um, through someone I knew, and I was trying to rent out this place in Brooklyn and Red Hook, and I, it just wasn't for me. I could not deal with the uncertainty of the work. So people, like, saying they want to see the place and then not showing up and then kind of just wasting your time. I had no patience for it, and I was like, okay, this is not for me. Um, so that was like the second thing I kind of tried. And so I talk a lot about in my twenties, like I tried, I tried and stopped and started things. And then I was just like, wow, like, okay, so I'm not going to become rich apparently from these things. Like, what can I do? My, one of my last attempts, um, at being an entrepreneur before journey to launch was vending machines. So yes, I owned vending machines for about two, three years and It was, that was, again, another crazy entrepreneurial experience because when I bought the vending machines, I bought three and I went through this company online that really, it was like, I I, I definitely shouldn't probably not have bought from them, but they're reputable. It's just that their machines were very expensive. I'm almost embarrassed to say how much I paid for these machines because it was literally, it was about 22 thousand dollars yes twenty two thousand dollars for three vending machines and at the time so I was saving up throughout my 20s um you know I was trying to save up because I wanted to buy real estate I wanted to do something right so I had bought my condo in Dumbo I knew I wanted to buy more real estate and so 
I was saving, saving, saving. And then I had this chunk of money that I said to myself, I'm going to invest it in something. And so it was between vending machines or buying real estate out of um, state. I was looking at, I believe I was looking at um, outside of DC and Virginia, but I ultimately decided to go with the vending machines because I actually thought it was a good model, the vending machine model, but I just, it, let me tell you what happened. So I got three vending machines. I was able to place one of the vending machines at basically the best place you could place a vending machine at the biggest hotel in Brooklyn, which had over 665 rooms. So this was a huge hotel that my husband and I were able to place this one machine. And so when we placed it, we were like, yes, like this is amazing because it was a highly trafficked area. It was making money, but over time, so yes, that machine was doing well, but we could not place the other two machines. And then what started to happen was the machine started to, you know, malfunction or it just had issues with it. So my husband, he would go fill it up. Like I was the business side. So I interacted and placed the machine with the hotel. So I was doing all the calling around. I was trying to place the other two machines at places. And then my husband, he would do the legwork. He would pick up all the items at BJ's and then he would then go service the machine and fill it and do everything but after a while because vending machines you know there are a lot of mechanics involved you know little things started breaking and by then we had our second child and it was just a well I was pregnant with my second child with Luke and it was just a lot to keep up and we just it was just it began it became a burden a burden that we didn't want to carry and so we ended up finding thank God a buyer for the two machines that were still in storage that we could not sell that we could not place and then we were able to say to sell the one in place and so we lost money obviously we lost money um on that whole venture but again wonderful wonderful learning experience and so i say that all to say i've tried things in the past um that i thought were for me and then i didn't even mention the other things i wanted to try i just never did so i had dreams of also becoming a yoga instructor or a CrossFit instructor. Like I really <laughs> was just trying to find something that I that I would be good at and that could potentially lead me to a life outside of corporate America. And I would say that by the time I got into my late 20s and early 30s, I was not even looking to be rich anymore. So yes, when I was growing up, it was all about, I wanna make money, I wanna have so much money and do all these things. By the time I got in my late 20s, early 30s, I was like, you know what? I don't need to be rich. <laughs> I just need to provide a living for myself and my family. Like, it's not about the money. It's providing myself options. Again, I had all these grand ideas and they never panned out. And so, again, I became disenchanted about just life, which is why if you hear my story, I talk a lot about just kind of giving up a bit and just saying, well, I guess I need to work in corporate America for the rest of my life because I didn't understand like how it was that I'd be able to live the life of my dreams. Like if it wasn't through, you know, starting some, some crazy business or being able to do that. And that's why I was so happy to like find the financial independence, that whole movement and community, because again, it was people, everyday people who worked jobs and they just worked with what they had. They, you know, they worked, they saved, they invested and they did that over time. And then that allowed them to, retire early and which is why for me journey to launch became my platform because I said you know what maybe you won't be able to start a business and it help you like become a millionaire or become at least a 
place where you can make money. Maybe you just need to work in your job for however many years, save, and you can do it that way. And so that's what I started doing. And that's why I started sharing my story on Journey to Launch. And then magically, (laughs) Journey to Launch has now become a way in which this potentially, not potentially, this will be, this is a business where I am providing services and products and I am able to make money. Now, again, it has not become profitable yet, but it will be, um, especially if I continue on the course I'm on. So I think it's pretty, it's, it's kind of, it's the journey that I took to this point to finally find my passion. And I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I get really scared because I think about all the things that I tried in the past that did not work or that maybe I quote unquote gave up on. And then I say to myself, well, how do you know journey to launch is it right? Like what if journey to launch also becomes a chore that you don't want to do? And right now I can only speak for today. And I like, I know I can only speak for what I've felt for the past year and a half. I felt as I grown this platform is that this for me is what feels right. And I think what's important to note that you should do what serves you. And so until something doesn't serve you, and we're not talking about hard work, right? Like, cause I put the work in. So it's not about, it's not that I don't want to do the work. It's more about when that work becomes too tedious, too daunting and adds stress to my life. That's when I walk away, which is what I did with other things I started. But with this, even with all this work, I, you know, I explained my day, <laughs> how long it is, even with all that, it, I, this does not feel like a burden to me. This feels like a gift that I'm able to actually do this. And that's how I know I'm on the right track with Journey to Launch. So I wanted to share just that story with you um, because I think, you know, if you yourself are a business um, owner or person or just someone who is striving for something different and, you know, you maybe can find pockets of inspiration or information to pull from from my story. But what I wanted to do also was talk about things I've learned. So this is my birthday episode. I'm 35 years old. I know I don't look a day over 21. <laughs> I still get carded, um, you know, some places where I go, which is pretty flattering. But really, I want to talk about the things I've learned. So, you know, all, you know, throughout my story, throughout these 35 years, how have I gotten to where I am? How have I grown Journey to Launch to where it is? There are lessons that I can share with you along the way that you can apply to your life. So here are just a few of them. Lesson one, every failure disappointment and setback is literally a stepping stone. I actually just posted this on my Instagram a little while ago. I want to make sure that you understand that you cannot let your current circumstances or your past circumstances determine what you're going to do in your life. There are a couple types of people in the world. There are people who will look at the cards they're dealt and keep them. They'll keep them, they'll look at them, and then they'll blame the dealer, the dealer that gave them the cards. Like, why did you give me such a bad hand? I can't do anything with this. That's one type of person. The other type of person is a person who gets a bad hand or a hand that's not that great, and they put the cards down, and they either demand (laughs) to be um, reshuffled, or what is it called, distributed another hand, or they move to another table, to someone else who can give them a better hand. Like, so, and I, that's how I feel 
has happened like in my life where, you know, I did not grow up rich. I was not born into money. I saw my grandmother, my mom, the people in my life struggle to provide something for myself. I, you know, I was not raised with a father, had a single mom. And so for me, I chose to look at all those things as, as, as inspiration, not as, oh, I can't do this because no one in my family has done it. Or no, you know, I never had a father, so I don't know, you know, how to, you know, I don't have that stability in my life. Yes, probably some of that was true, but ultimately I always looked at it in another way. So if you have something that you're currently holding on to that you feel is holding you back, if you feel like it's someone else's fault or circumstances is why you're in your position you're in today, I'm telling you, if you keep that train of thought, if you keep that thinking and perspective, you will not reach your goals because at some point we need to all take responsibility for the cards we're currently holding. It's not about what the dealer dealt you. It's not about, you know, what you inherited. I like this saying, we're all on a race, right? And sometimes you get handed a baton like in a relay race, but you don't have to take it. And so if you have some generational issues going on, whether it's mindset, um, whether it's just finances, just because it's, that's the way it's been done doesn't mean you have to continue on. You don't have to take the baton. You can put the baton down. You can step off of that race and start your own race. That means it's possible. The second lesson I want to share is that if you can conceive it, you can achieve it. I know it sounds pretty cliche, but it's the truth. I 100% believe that anything that I think of or anything that someone has done or even there if no one has done it, if it's something that's like I've thought of or I had a glimpse of in my head, it's possible for me to achieve. And that does not mean that I'm all-knowing and I don't have imposter syndrome and I don't get nervous still. That's it's a, that's a totally another like different subject. This is more about belief in your dreams. And it's not as easy for people to believe in themselves. You know, there's a lot of reasons for that. But there is actually a book that I'm currently reading called The Complete Works of Florence Shin. And I actually recorded an episode with a guest who it will be released um, in the next few weeks. And he talks about this and just these concepts a bit more where we have a lot of, you know, departments, compartments in our mind. And when we can understand and realize what those compartments are and how they work intertwine with each other, the better we can understand our goals and dreams and actually reach them. I wanted to actually read a little bit or just an excerpt from this book and actually the Works of Florence Shin is just a compilation of her works. So one of them is the game of life and how you play it. The other um, essay in here is the word is your wand. The other one is a secret door to success and the power of the spoken word. This particular concept is actually in the game of life and how to play it. She talks about the three departments of the mind, the conscious, the subconscious and the super conscious. And so let's just break down what each one of those are. The subconscious, whatever man feels deeply or images clearly is impressed upon the subconscious mind and carried out in mindset detail. That's the subconscious mind. So it's when images are impressed upon you, like you really necessarily can't 
control it directly per se because it's actually a reflection of certain things that you already thought of but that's part of one of the compartments in your mind the other one is the conscious mind and that is the human mind that's the mind that we probably most relate to it sees life as it is as it appears to be it sees all the bad it sees all the good but it impresses those images on our subconscious mind your conscious is like what you actually see so it's like you are conscious of your thoughts the subconscious you're not as conscious of them because they're more imprinted it's more of a reflection of your like consciousness what you're seeing and how you're interpreting it but the one that is really special is called the super conscious the super conscious like we get glimpses of the super conscious all the time. Like, so when you have like a thought or a dream or something that just kind of seems like that can't like happen, like, you know, like some crazy thing, I want to meet Oprah one day or I can like see it somehow, you know, like it's just like a thought or maybe for you or, you know, in other areas, it could be um, a thought of like going, like you see yourself on an Island, like you just envision it. It's like really quick. Like those thoughts, those ideas, usually just like show like they're shown to us really quickly in our brain but usually a lot of people just write that off because like logically and technically like to get to that it just seems so out of reach right like how am I going to be Oprah like at the point if I were to really logically think about it right now like there's so many steps that need to happen for that to occur if you can see those thoughts and realize them to be true and that they can be accomplished. Again, it's not saying that you're going to get those things right away. It's just believing that you can do it. And so the craziest dreams you have, right? The craziest things. I want you not to ignore those things. Now, again, you might not be able to accomplish it right away, but it's something you can say, wow, I can do this one day. It doesn't have to be today, but I can do it. So I've learned over time to pay attention to those wild and crazy thoughts even if I don't focus on it. I just, I don't say to myself, you can't do that. I don't negatively talk myself out of these thoughts. And I really do, I really do think that that's ha- that's what's gotten me to where I am. Because I know that some of the things I have today in my life were in my super conscious mind in my early 20s. Like when I look at my house, when I look at my husband, when I look at my kids, when I look at Journey to Launch, you know, and I think about all the times I tried to create something and the thoughts I had in my mind about creating something in my life, what it would be like at 35. Did I did I envision it would be this exactly? No. But I've had glimpses of where, wow, like I want to be happy with a family and I want to, you know, be in a nice home and all these things and to create a path for myself. And it's happening. So it didn't happen right away in my 20s, but it's happening now. So, again, do not ignore these big thoughts and ideas that you have. And if you want to, like, read more about it, because I probably did not do that explanation justice at all. Read the complete works of Florence Shin or the one that I um, just read from or referenced in terms of the conscious, subconscious and superconscious are mentioned in the game of life and how to play it. So you could probably find that online if you look it up. Lesson number three, invest in yourself. The more I pour into myself, the more time, the more money, the more patience, the more grace that I do, that I take the effort to do for me the more returns I see and so in the personal finance space especially you know there's a lot of talk about saving and getting your expenses to the lowest you can go and penny pinching and frugality which I don't necessarily have a problem with 
because I am frugal in a lot of ways, but I'm also not frugal in a lot of ways. I'm not frugal when it comes to going out to eat. You know, obviously I don't go to the most expensive restaurants, but living in New York, I enjoy going out. And it's not often, but when we go out, we go out. So we have a line item in our budget for going out to eat, even groceries. I don't like budget shopping for groceries. I don't have the time as a working, you know, mom, pregnant. Like I don't have time to, you know, go to different grocery stores and look for the best deals. I don't really have time to necessarily meal prep like so I do simple stuff so I don't have to necessarily buy lunch every day but I don't like you know I'm not making huge lists I go to Trader Joe's because I love Trader Joe's (laughs) and I usually shop there for most of my stuff so again but it's in our budget so uh, investing in myself for me sometimes just means time like I'm willing to sometimes pay up to save myself some time so that's one way the other way is with this business. So now I've started to invest more and more into Journey to Launch and I've seen the returns in terms of even editing. So with this podcast, I used to edit it myself, which would take forever. And in fact, I probably will edit this episode um, myself if I have to edit anything out. But when I have interviews and things, I, I send it to my editor and is it, does it cost money? Yes courses and uh and events and those things that they cost money and I and I realized that I need to pay for it to learn you know it's not necessarily about always trying to find like a shortcut or frugaling your way to the end goal now again if you have you know crazy crazy debt if you're living paycheck to paycheck your first stop your first win might be you need to be more frugal right but if you're more on stable ground you can possibly still find ways to still enjoy your life. Like I'm not about depravity and not enjoying yourself. It's just more about being conscious. And so I think investing in yourself is super, super important if you're looking to grow personally, financially, every everything. It's like it's so necessary because I truly believe that like if your fist is closed too tight, money can't flow in or out. Right. Like if it's too tight, if you're too conscious of it, where you're hoarding money in the sake of you don't think there's enough. If you think there's a lack of money in the world rather than abundance, I do think that that actually is a limiting mindset to work on. And then the last thing is just the sacrifice and work it does take to accomplish your dreams. And I don't mean it in the sense of you're working, you know, you're an unhappy and miserable like not that. I'm talking about like there's going to be moments where you're uncomfortable, where you're stretching yourself further than you think you can and not in an unhealthy way. I want to make sure I'm clear about that. Not in a way that like depletes you, but in a way that builds you up. What makes those moments of the hard work possible, even for me, what I realize is the small wins. So there are times where I'm not having the best day. I'm not in the best mood. I don't feel like, you know, doing the work it takes to put all this together but I get that just internal reassurance, whether that, again, is a review or just a message or just internally, I feel like, wow, Jamila, you've come a long way. Keep going. Like that to me is worth more than that feeling of uncomfortability. And I talked about this a little bit before is that my my desire, my need to transform my life and change my situation far outweighs the sleepless nights. I actually was on a panel the other um, day. I believe it was last week. 
And it was an amazing panel, by the way, women in communications panel. And I, there were so many great attendees. And I had, I was talking to a young lady who came up to me at the end and we were just talking because she worked in corporate America in a similar field. And, you know, she was mentioning that she possibly wanted to start a podcast. And I always get asked the question, like, how do you do it? Like, how do you not only have a full-time job, you have kids, you're pregnant, you have this commute and like you're doing journey to launch. Like, how do you do that? And, you know, my answer is always just like, I just do it. I don't have a, I almost feel like I don't have a choice. Like it's between this or just feeling unfulfilled for the rest of my life. And that is not an option. Like I'm, I'm, I'm all ran out of that. Like, I don't have an option for that anymore. So for me, I have no choice. And so she said to me, you know, I want to start a podcast, but when will I have time to watch TV? (laughs) And she was so cute about it. And I was just like, in my head, I was like, no, like, you know, like, it's like, you know, for her and her season, maybe starting a podcast or doing this extra work is not for her. Because I truly believe if you're going to be an entrepreneur, if you're going to do something like this and do something different, it's going to take sacrifice. And I'm not saying you can't ever enjoy life again. I don't get to watch as much TV as I'd like. Not even as I'd like. I take that back. I don't get to watch as much TV as I did before. But honestly, I don't even miss it that much. Like, yes, when I miss my um, certain shows, I'm like, oh, man, I don't even watch that anymore. Right. But I'm realizing that like the type of energy and feedback and gratification that I get from Journey to Launch far outweighs the short-term enjoyment of like a TV show. Now, let's not get it twisted. Game of Thrones, it's not on season. It's not out now, but that is like the one show I will not miss like (laughs) ever. So there are things that I make sure I have time for. But again, if you're going to have to work for it, it's not going to be necessarily easy. It's going to be uncomfortable. So whether that is you paying off debt, you trying to save more money and reach your goals, like you're gonna have to get out your comfort zone to do it. So really, yes, those were my four tips, four wins or four lessons I've learned um, on this journey my past 35 years when it relates to just reaching where I've reached and journey to launch and just my overall journey. And I hope that you guys learned or were were inspired by something I said (laughs) and that you enjoyed this episode I really wanted it to be more of a casual just chat just like getting you up to date on a little bit of more of who I am what has gotten me to this point again if you are enjoying this podcast if you want to give me a birthday gift just share this share this with someone that you love someone that you like (laughs) share it with your network because really that's how I grow. That's how this this platform grows. And I would love, I would love, love, love to see that. So tag me, tag me on social media, at me, DM me, let me know, show me that you're doing that. And I will forever be grateful. If you have not left an iTunes or Apple podcast review and you listen on an Apple product, please leave one that really helps with the show. As always, you can find me in the Journey to Launch Facebook group. So go to journeytolaunch.com slash community. And I made it super easy. So I know I talk all about my weekly newsletter a lot. And I wanted a way where people can just join it instead of having to like maybe go through my free five-day savings course or my free um, wealth building course. Like sometimes you just want to get on the email list. You don't want all those other emails. You can do that by going to journeytolaunch.com 
com slash join. You do that. You just put your email name in and then you're on my weekly newsletter list. This is really an excellent thing. If you don't want to miss anything that, you know, I'm talking about every week or training to launch. And as I mentioned in the last episode, I do a couple of cool things when I have the opportunity for people on my list um, that I don't really promote anywhere else. So you definitely want to join. So anything that I mentioned on this episode, you can find at journeytolaunch.com slash episode 31. All right, guys. So thank you again for joining me on this special birthday podcast. And I will chat with you next week. Bye.